0: The Starbucks Pistachio Latte will transport you to your happy place. The comforting flavor of pistachio, warm espresso and milk, all with a brown buttery topping makes today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app.
1: Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I do my dang research for this show. But on the flip side of that coin, someone who doesn't do any research for this show and doesn't really care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, my co-host, who's with me as always, Kristen Stuttered.
1: That is me on the flip side over Hi, here.
2: here. Living on the flip.
1: Living on the flip. See you on the flip, guys.
2: Uh, We have, this is the conclusion of a a run for us. You
1: know, oh, we're not in ceremonies. Deb, we had a fun name for this section. We
2: haven't really been doing anything. It's wild
1: that you haven't coined a term to make more work for yourself, like an Mm -hmm. echo that you have to put on your own voice. Let's do it right now on the last one.
2: What we had done before was just uh, special Special coverage. Yeah, I had been doing, I guess I'll do that. Before we bring in our guest, I'll embarrass myself in front of our guest by saying we are concluding yeah. our special coverage of the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Ballot and List of Nominees. <laughs> and we we are closing the door, in a sense. We will have checked off the box of every artist on the ballot. And we will be doing so on this episode with a guest we're very excited to have. <laughs> he is a Bay Area
3: comedian, and his name is Torio Van Grohl. Hello.
2: Hi, Torio, Thanks for having Hi,
1: Torio. me.
3: So you you you, like... This is the last band mm-hmm. that you've done. Of so you the put,
1: ba- of the ballot, Of the nominees. So, yeah.
2: yeah, not the last band of all time. <laughs>
1: I mean, who's but you put to it say?
2: you put it off to last. You know, in a sense, we did. Yeah, it was more a thing of readily available or so how, do I, what, how do I put this? What
1: music critic was going to want to come on and really yeah, that's what I day. that's what
3: I'm nervous about. <laughs> that's kind of what it's because it's it I've listened to the pod and it's a lot of your guests are like. Really smart experts. Yeah, people. And I just feel like nobody was willing, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't care. Well, it, and, yeah, uh, a lot of the guests
2: we've had uh, on this run especially have been people with a music journalism background or people from radio. The last yeah. two guests we've had are are people who come from the radio world. And then when it comes to Dave Matthews yeah. band, it's How many like,
3: people said no?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> I no I nobody. What I did was I just went on Facebook and I searched Dave Matthews band. And then, like, your name
3: popped up a good amount where I was like, this seems, this seems
2: you enough. You
1: talk about Dave on your social media?
3: I don't, but I get—I feel like I've been made fun of so much by comedians. That might have been it. That is just, usually were... what it is. Like, anytime something happens, I get tagged in it. <laughs> or... Like
1: Joe with the rock and roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's just like, uh, yeah, in SF comedy, I, I'm kind of the whipping boy f- of, of Dave Matthews yeah. fandom. But yes, I'm fine with it.
2: That yeah. rules. I That's encourage perfect. it. That's great. Um we will get more into Dave in a second, but I sure. want to start off a little more generally uh, in terms of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, is this an institution that you ever even consider or think about?
3: Uh yeah, I've been. Oh, you've been to the museum? To the museum. Yeah. I lived in Cleveland briefly.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, okay.
3: Stint when I liver. went, it was uh, cuz is it still do you, you do you go regularly? I went last year, but I
2: hadn't been in maybe like 13 years.
3: So it's like, do they still do like two floors or for two different bands that they're like uh, showcasing?
2: No, well, they will do installments and like yeah. exhibits that might be band centric. Sometimes they are like genre centric or era centric and they'll do installations that have to do with a specific uh, topic.
3: Who were so they I rem- showcasing? Yeah. So I remember like when like? I went, there was like a whole clash floor, which oh, I thought cool. was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh there was a doors floor, which I didn't really care about. Not yeah. I mean whatever. But uh I thought yeah, I thought it was really cool. Do you I, know do
1: you ever like does it ever ping in your um so I'm sure I knew, that when Dave got nominated? Well I were knew like, Dave
3: was eligible last year. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get nominated. How did
1: you find out? Was that on the fan email list?
3: uh, I just, (laughs) I don't know how I found out. I remember thinking, like, it should, because I remember Green Day got in recently, right? Yeah, they got in five years ago. I remember thinking, if Green Day's in, Dave should be up soon. Like, you know, they started around the same time. So I remember looking it up and be like, oh, this year will be the year. And then they didn't get nominated. And I was like, oh, like, maybe, maybe
1: surprise?
3: I, yeah, of course I okay. was surprised. Okay,
1: cool, cool, cool. I'm yeah,
3: just... I know other people aren't, but I always thought, uh, I thought because of their commercials, like, they're mm-hmm. they're very popular. I don't know if they'll ever get in because I don't know who votes. I imagine people that oh, are yeah. like music we'll get snobs. Oh, yeah, we'll get
1: into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, but last year you were like, oh, Dave's eligible. Maybe they'll get in.
3: I, it crossed my mind at some point and I Googled it. Where are you coming just
2: from your musical perspective? Like, what kind of music do you like?
3: Uh, I mean, just Dave, <laughs> just Dave, <laughs> Dave. Only. No, like in, in, you know, as a kid, I was really into like punk and Dave Matthews, which was odd. So I'd go to like an anti-flag show uh-huh. with a Dave Matthews t-shirt on. Cause I was just like, I'm a real punk. I don't,
1: that's actually punk rock.
3: Yeah. That's actually so, Yeah. And then I would go to a Dave show every summer with an anti-flag shirt. Sure. Maybe. No. Had, yeah.
1: We've discussed this on the pod before, but I, I had an anti-flag shirt.
2: Uh, yeah. And they have like their credo on the back.
1: Yeah, and it was an upside down American flag. upside down American
2: flag yeah. shirt I had, and then like the broken guns one. Mm-hmm. So that you were you were punk and and DMB.
3: But the cool True thing about you. those, so like, and I outgrew the punk thing because you have to. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to grow out Dave Matthews Band if you don't want to. You can you can take that till you till the grave. How much of the
2: community aspect of the Dave Matthews Band is important to you?
3: It's not really. I mean, I, I jo- like in high school. I joined the the fan thing, and you would get some CDs in the mail. What's it called? The oh, warehouse.
1: The warehouse. Oh wait, that's the name that's of a song. The name of a song. Of a song. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I our listeners know this, but I went through a Dave um phase in college. Oh yeah. I've seen him live three times, I think.
2: Is it where that's spelled in, in a special way, like W H E R E or something? Yep. No. It's just straight it's up W A R E. It's like a warehouse. Okay. Like the, the it's literal. Now-y.
3: It's not like now. the men's warehouse where they're Which whatever. is W-E-A-R. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair.
1: Yeah. They don't uh, have
3: a lot of puns. I don't think, I can't think of any, which
1: yeah. is nice. I'm
3: not a pun guy. Good for them. Yeah.
1: Me, I'm a pun gal, but.
3: Yeah. It know. seems like they would.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, good for them because they already have, there's plenty of ammo <laughs> against them. <laughs>
1: Does does the guy who's the little? Do they have a symbol guy? They have, they have that like dancing fire person, the right? Fire
3: dance. The logo. The logo yeah. is that a?
1: Does that have a like a name that people call it? I think
3: fire dancer. Fire dancer. Fire dancer. The, fire dancer, the yeah. fire
1: dancer. I remember people used to have that on their cars. Too. Yeah, that's like the sticker little vinyl the, sticker that yeah. you would put on your back windshield. Let everyone know which car to vandalize. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Uh, Torio, I want to show you this year's ballot.
1: These are all the bands that are nominated, and you get to choose five. This is your personal ballot, just for fun. These uh, do not count for anything. Yeah, we're
2: not going to send this,
3: <laughs> send your ballot. But you know, let's. But
2: I want you to love take, to
1: hear your how thoughts. Does, how on does the, the fan vote work? Ooh, so the, I've,
3: I've, the, if you just Google a band, you can. It just mm-hmm. like comes up now. That's
2: the first time uh, they've done that. Is it's it's powered through Google. So if you happen to be googling one of these groups. Uh, the ballot will come up. And the ballot, obviously, uh, for the fan vote, anyone can vote. And then that comprises one ballot that then is, then there's like a thousand real ballots. Oh, and so then it's basically nothing. It's basically yeah. nothing. Although, but if you look at the past few years, I mean, basically ever since they've been doing the fan vote, which has been like the past eight years or something, typically the artists that get in are the ones that are at the top of the fan vote. Never before has an artist who topped the fan vote not gotten in that year, wow! And you know who's this at, could be the year. You know who's at yeah. I think this.
3: Because I imagine this Dave Matthews wild. Band's close if they're not at the top. They is that are just me being they like know, no. Torio, they are. They're at the top by like a far lot far
1: and away. Yeah,
3: we have a loyal group. It's. An I'm army. sure there's people on. Are you All the
1: warehouse managers? Are, are in you there? aware? There's <laughs> a website
3: about. where you can see every song of every show, like that updates. Oh, uh, the night of set list. It's called, no, it's DMB it's, Almanac. It's oh, just for Dave Map. Oh, you mean just
2: a specific Dave map <laughs> Okay, just, yeah. So,
3: like, say you're there's a show in another city, and you want to know what they're playing right now. You someone's updating. What updates in real time. In real,
1: like uh, as the songs are played. Well, if, or like, pretty I've, much I've,
3: as soon. Yeah, quick. You, like I remember. Yeah, quick. You know, maybe not quick enough at real time, but like the, it'll be half up before the show's over. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People and i
1: really care. People care. It's it's. I'm very not, clear. I'm nowhere
3: near the super fan that mm-hmm. exists. It's a combination
2: of the the community is very engaged and passionate, sure, and then also the band and whoever is running their social media and their website, right. they're sending people to the fan vote. They're active in trying to get the vote out, and
1: it's happening. It's working, and yeah. How far how how far ahead are they?
2: It looks like Dave is leading Pat Benatar, who's in the second place. So it's about eighty thousand or so. Yeah, votes. so it's not a runaway by any means. Uh,
1: Eighty thousand is expecting. a lot,
2: but at yeah. this point, it's not. Nothing is moving because people have been voting for so long, and we're getting towards the end. That Got like, it. for her to overcome him would be nearly impossible.
1: I would like it if she did.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd be into it too.
3: But let's get back to the ballot, Torio. You I, to, yeah. No, I actually uh, you get agree. To pick five. I agree. Pat Benatar should be in. Absolutely, that's is that, that, that was no, the that, first it, one on you your ballot. Her, yeah, but, I would choose her. All Great. right,
1: you don't you not just to suck up to me though. You don't have to choose who. No, I No, think no,
3: I you would pick that Benatar. Hell yeah. Uh, I would. I'd pick Whitney Houston. Hell this yeah, this is a good ballot so far. I'm liking far. this ballot. Um, I feel like if I knew my ballot counted, I would pick the notorious Big. These yeah. are
2: these are the three picks that I would for sure pick if I had a ballot.
3: But I don't. But but, but since it doesn't count. Yes. I don't think I'm gonna pick just because like I don't listen to but, the. But we're pretending it counts. Yeah. But it's like the canon of. Right. Yeah. Rap so, hip hop. So you feel a
2: responsibility, as I would yes. if I were a voter, yeah. to yeah. do the right thing yes. for the for the canonization of the appropriate artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's wise. You're not just going. I like these bands because I like listening to them. But or then, they remind but me so of being an, twelve.
3: But then on the flip side, so like, I'm gonna pick Dave Matthews Band. Mm-hmm obviously and so i'd only have one pick left and i feel like i have to pick mc5 because okay. i love them, All right. But i don't think they will ever make it mm-hmm. they have been would be nominated my
1: guess.
3: this is their fifth time and i don't know if them making it over depeche mode or notorious bg would make any sense well but it's who i would want on my mm-hmm. ballot yeah and
2: that and i think you're afforded one of those out of five <laughs> If you but want, I feel like
3: Dave Matthews Band is. Yeah, actually, you know what?
2: You're right. It. <laughs> very good. Very good point. You, yeah, I,
3: I would vote. I would go MC5, Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, Winnie Houston. I guess Notorious B.I.G. All right, I like that ballot. That's a I great ballot. So let's talk about
2: Dave, though. Let's let's get let's back and it. let's really jump into uh, Dave Matthews Band. And I gotta say, this is the shocker on the ballot.
1: I couldn't you I there was nobody would have drafted Dave Matthews. Band. I would
3: have taken him first. You guys drew a, <laughs> I would have taken him first round. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it
2: was truly because the hall has been slow to 90s artists and we are nearly halfway through the eligibility period for that decade. So, the fact that Dave would get on the ballot before other 90s artists who are eligible like Beck or Outcast, Outcast, yeah, or even like Cheryl Crow.
1: It's or a or Oasis. Wild. I mean, it or is so- Oasis. Wilco. Yeah. You're gonna or-
3: put them. You're gonna put Oasis ahead of them. Yeah,
2: I yes, think so.
1: As wow. far as like that hurts. Being a Dave fan hurts. It does. Man. It is. <laughs>
3: Dave
2: showing up on the ballot is pretty wild. It shocked us. We screamed. Yeah. When I we could learned, not we, we it. <laughs> literally screamed. Yeah. It makes you wonder what this pick on the ballot is meant to represent.
1: I'm so curious. <laughs> like, like,
2: is it a- an attempt to have some sort of relevance to a, a, you know, this isn't a 60s act, which is something that the Hall has been criticized for. And so they're trying to go newer, but it, st- a- it feels like an odd choice to go newer in Dave is a choice when it could have been. I to know
1: who stood up around the hoagie and said, I advocate for Dave. And then I want to know who, like, seconded it and who thirded it. Yeah. Like... I'm a, so curious. Mm-hmm. Do we have any inside eyeballs? Do we have any? You deep know, I'm hoping. Info? I'm
2: hoping that we can have an episode soon where we we investigate. Rock Hall Pod investigates because <laughs> uh, I think that's well, worth
3: it. I mean, I don't. I feel I don't want to just be. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to just turn into me defending them. Well, you're advocating. for yes. them. Yeah. I feel like you have to take into consideration that they probably sold more records and tickets than most of the bands you just named Mm -hmm. and had seven albums open up at number one which is a feat no one has has done consecutively so i think if you're in that room making nominations you can all hate a band but that's that speaks for itself
2: that the the, it's almost like a baseball hall of fame style advocacy advocacy
1: stat advocacy
2: stat stats Advocacy. numbers yeah. sure the, i mean and it's true it's and i think that is a thing that has to be taken into consideration with the hall
1: it's 2019 we're a data-driven society now
3: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I, I mean to make that sports analogy like any athlete going into the hall of fame if they said well we have the most of any category that mattered mm-hmm. they would get in obviously rock and roll hall of fame it's art which yes. is different than yep. sports i get that but mm-hmm. Hall of Fame is a Hall of Fame, too. So Yeah, that's very true. That's an important
2: (laughs) aspect to it.
1: And I think, too, I mean, we've talked about this, that that kind of also speaks to the question, too, where you've got a band like MC5, which is not famous anymore, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. really not famous. And, you know, they do better in some categories than others. But I think that, too, the fame part of it is probably pretty heavy for dmb
2: yeah and it's been a long time since the hall has inducted an act that wasn't super famous
1: yeah that is true
2: it's been it's been some time probably the last one was the paul butterfield blues band
1: hell yeah it turns out i love them (laughs) and that and
2: shouldn't the hall do things like that where they uh highlight artists that aren't as well known in addition to acknowledging the, the superstars of an era.
1: Well, I think we've said that before, too, that it's like it's like if the nomcom got a straight to series straight order, to series order. <laughs> on an artist and they got to say, you know, we pick this one. We are the the group has decided MC5 goes in. You mm-hmm. know, it's like that would give an underdog pick. This is I think Dave is an underdog pick in some ways, but not in other ways at all.
2: Yeah, I I, I could see a world where this is where the streak breaks where the top fan vote getter does not get in. But Tório, I want to know how you initially got in. Yeah, who to brought this you band. to the
3: warehouse, man? So their big blow up would have been mid 90s mm-hmm. where I was really young at that point. So it wasn't until probably like 99 2000 when I got the live at Luther College album, which was just uh Dave and Tim like acoustic mm-hmm. that would that's be dave what I Matthews
2: Matthews and tim reynolds, tim reynolds. Yeah, sorry yeah uh, and um, longtime collaborator and then eventually a member yeah. of the group
3: that was a cd where i was like okay uh i want to see him live mm-hmm. and then yeah you see a live show and...
2: I, out of curiosity just because i think it's with with a band like dave yeah it's you know it was like a brother a brother or like a, a buddy at school or it was
3: both of those things so my brother had uh he bought the i guess before these crowded street cd so mm-hmm. that would have been like 98 and so i had i had heard you know those songs on and so they had that cd and then in high school there was a big dave fan that gave me Live at <laughs> luther college yeah yeah and then yeah and then me and some high school friends went to the show i don't know sophomore first, junior year of high your school your first
2: dave show a magical mm-hmm. experience
3: yeah the roots opened up oh okay. my
1: gosh wait a minute hold tight <clears throat> The roots, oh, this is giving us some insight because yeah. you know Questlove is a, a member of the nominating committee.
2: There and we go. I would
1: have made him a there Dave we advocate. Go.
2: I can't, I, there's no way.
1: I, you say that, but the roots open no, for them. No, I bet Dave, they're super Matthews, tight. I bet they, they are were, pals. They would and open also, for them a lot. Here's, here's the thing
2: I could see Questlove voting for them. I don't see him bringing them up.
1: I don't know if he would bring <laughs> them up, but I don't think he would be like, nah, we can't nominate them I think you'd be like yeah yeah, that's a good idea also I mean oh god this is it is I knew it would I knew that I would wind up being a minor advocate for Dave because I do think that It's because I'm so charming. You don't want to. You you just don't want to shit on
3: me for an entire the the raw charisma. (laughs) is Hard to. (laughs) I
1: can't handle it. Uh, It is more that I have my own little journey that I went on where I like my parents bought under under the table and dreaming, and then they also bought Crash, and so those CDs were like in my house.
2: Yeah, I mean, Dave was a very safe band for the family to listen to, which
1: is wild because literally he says, you know. up hike up your skirt a little more, show, show your me world, world. to me. Yeah,
2: yeah. come you. It's yeah, a yeah. yeah, like
1: very, but, very coded.
2: Yes, <laughs> he Easy. knew what he was doing. Yeah, uh, savvy. Yeah. Yeah. But let's get back to. So you saw the roots open for Dave Matthews, and it was uh-huh. uh, life Where did changing you see moment.
3: Them? I saw him in San Diego. Okay. So it was Coors Amphitheater back then. I don't know what it is now. And yeah, that was like, it uh, was an amazing, it was like when I first started drinking and mm-hmm. you know, so it was like, this is amazing. We went yeah. down and like my buddy's VW bus tailgated, Hell
2: watched yeah. a show.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And,
2: and then you were like, I'm going to go
3: see this guy a lot. Was that in your mind? Or were you just like, I, I can't wait to do this again? Were yeah. You... It, so they always would tour end of summer. They tour every summer. But mm-hmm. end of summer would be their California run. And so it was always like uh, right around my birthday. Oh, so perfect. I just, it, I just treated it like this is the day I, I'm going to care about, do what I want to do. Yeah, this is and my would, day. And I would see them at least once a year. Yeah.
1: Are you into the like live jamming noodle business? Like yeah. How do you feel about that? You, I like it. When you first saw them, had you not seen a jam band before?
3: I had not seen a jam band before. No, it was cool.
1: My college boyfriend was really into jam bands. Right. We saw Fish, And then then we saw Dave. And it was like so great. But I had already kind of been prepped. And then also we had been listening a lot to the Live at Luther College album. Right. Which was Which is, I think, maybe the best Dave album. Sure. It's very mm-hmm. good.
3: How many uh, Dave shows have you been to? You know, I, d- I did lose count. But probably yeah. around 30. Mm-hmm. That's a
2: lot. Although, I mean, as we know, there are definitely Dave Matthews Band fans who have seen thousands of shows. 30 in one. So
1: they're just always touring?
3: They tour every year. They took like one year off, but still toured a little bit. And yeah, they tour every year. And And that's another thing I think should be taken into consideration. Like, I know maybe 2000 2010 they had, like sold the most tickets or dollars worth.
2: oh yeah yeah they they yeah. were the the highest grossing yeah. live act that for that decade for the- and they
3: even beat like celine dion who doesn't even really count because she just stays in vegas right it's a residency which is that doesn't to yeah, me should people be. come
1: to you that's not a tour yeah Mm-mm that's a pilgrimage Celine so that's a uh, represent
3: and it's a cool band like i'm you know it's a cool band to be a fan of because mm. you can see them <laughs> yeah right but i mean you can see them every year close by yeah you know? you don't have to goodbye. like wait mm-hmm. for like oh good radiohead's gonna tour again
2: they uh also are known for maybe never playing the They're, same song
3: yeah. the same way right yeah, and you and you, there's not any song they're definitely gonna play, which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they don't. Play. They don't
1: always close with the same song no. or anything.
3: No, there's not like oh, they don't always play "Crash." I don't. Know, maybe that's the most popular song. Do you? Do you feel like?
1: <laughs>
3: I love that you you laughed because you were just like, "This is not interesting." No,
2: but no, all, no. Like, no, that's he, not it. He
1: was like, "I'm about to ask a rude <laughs> question, and I have to find a nice way to ask it."
2: Do you feel like you would be a good? guide if you took me to a dave show yeah
3: what do you think would happen to me
2: <laughs>
1: oh do you think you could convert joe uh,
3: or i've it, had i've had i've brought people because a lot of my friends are like i want to go to a dave show with you just to see you happy because <laughs> you know like i want to see what that's like. you
1: miserable yeah. son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> and so uh they always either they either they have genuine fun or they're really good at masking it mm-hmm. i mean it's a fun time You know you're you're being inebriated, yeah, one way or another. You're watching. How much of
2: that is a part of it? Because you did say part of the magic of Dave for you initially was Was you you were. I've seen shows.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I've seen shows sober. Yeah, it's better if you have some drinks. Uh huh. For sure. I, I feel like any concert would be like that.
1: I think you would like it, Joe. I think it would change how you felt about it. I I don't think you would love it. I don't think you'd be like, I got to do that again. But I think you'd be like, I think I understand why people like it. I think I would too.
2: And the thing, the kind of elephant in the room that we're not acknowledging is that. Part of the reason people shit on Dave Matthews Band so much is because their fans suck.
3: Their fans do. Their fans are not the it best. It is like
2: a special kind. Uh, it's like there was an era when frat guys discovered jam bands, and it was right when Dave Matthews was popular. Yeah. And that like combination is uh, toxic and yeah. disgusting. And that. Very loud representative for the group has tarnished their legacy.
3: I feel like I agree with you. I think it's 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 gotten better. Like mm-hmm. I know I was because they've all grown up. Like right? you know, it's not like young people are still fans. Oh, is that true? Are there,
1: there's no young. It's there's just, not like a
3: lot. Like I think I'm on the younger end. Okay. I don't think there's a lot of people younger than me. Like I know I I saw a show in Buffalo last year, and it was like those frat douchey guys, and I was young like, oh guys? yeah, this is probably what it was like. In the uh, maybe not younger, but just like I don't know, just like a certain kind of Buffalo douching. Buffalo, I imagine Bros they're all Buffalo Bills tonight, fans or know. something, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is probably what it was like in the late nineties. Like it probably mm-hmm. sucked, but I feel like now when I go, okay, they they've matured a little. F- they matured because they're, yeah. Cause they're all they're all like mid forties. I feel
1: well, like and Dave that age was group. kind of like fish for. Bros, yeah. You know what I mean? It was a lot of like cargo shorts and backwards hats kind of. Yeah, like, puka
2: shells, sandals. Puka shells,
1: sandals. With polo shirts. Frisbee. Yeah. Hacky sack.
3: But those people were also fans of Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Yeah. I those guess that's same, true. Those same guys. But yeah.
1: they got to monopolize for some reason the image of. They're like, mm-hmm. it's like the Bernie bros. It's like, you know, there <laughs> were some shit ass people who now that's what everyone thinks of when they think of fans if of. It's not necessarily yeah. representative of the yeah, whole. Yeah, exactly.
2: I wonder what one. There was a turning point where that took over the image of the Dave Matthews Band. I'm curious when that was.
1: I think too. A big issue for us is that we have lived in Chicago, mm-hmm. and the tour bus incident will like never. <laughs> it will never be forgotten. No. It, it is. No. It is like ingrained in yep. the. It, the, it, like, the
2: story, of the story that band. of that band. Mm-hmm. If
1: you are from Chicago, right. That is, if you say I feel Matthews like, band, that is what everyone.
3: thinks. Yeah, I feel of. like a lot of people think about it. Yeah,
2: yeah which is too bad because it's a horrifying image. <laughs> and, and for for people who image. are listening and don't know what we're talking about, the <laughs> band un—I want to say unleashed—but they were they were dumping out. Uh, I lit, mean, it was just but to it be was clear. Their driver, it was the driver yes, of, of course
1: the, of the tour bus
2: of the tour bus that. Uh, I'll say again I'll say unleashed <laughs> uh, the sewage tank just the fucking liquid shit uh, into the Chicago River as an architectural tour <laughs> boat Bo- was right underneath them Was this daytime?
0: I, it, it had it to have been if it was to a been. tour yeah, the, if da- it was, the architectural, yeah. tour only happens the architectural
2: the day. tours only happen so there what was a, a boat move. full of people who were rained on t- <laughs> t- literal tons of of liquid shit and that is what i imagine hell is like
1: it, it is the, and that is that forever shall remain in like the story of the dave matthews band to anyone who is from chicago and the thing about it is, is like, it was definitely it wasn't like dave driving the bus no, for, like, he, did, he didn't say, he didn't uh, say pull, uh, pull, pull it <laughs>
2: No, it was it was he, it was he, on he was the drive down
1: as the boat approached. He was probably he wasn't just... rubbing it. He wasn't
2: rubbing his hands together, licking his lips, saying "Chicago." You thought you had one? <laughs> no, like
1: it, he was probably just in the back hanging out with his. He band. might not he have even. Been on the he bus. probably wasn't
2: even in there, so, there yeah. doing sound check. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that I mean, there was a huge lawsuit, as there should have been, sure. and
1: and also beyond that. Dave has donated a fuck ton of money to Chicago River cleanup since yes. then, mm-hmm.
2: which good good for them. And like
1: we should forgive him, but I think it has forever in my mind been like I'm like not cool, Dave. Like <laughs> I just I, it it has made unfairly them less yeah. cool. Yeah.
3: That's yeah. funny to me because I've known the I know the story, but I never like I just I never thought people would hate him because of that
2: oh yeah I, I i think it is a chicago specific yeah. thing i think beyond that uh people aren't really thinking about it that much yeah. <laughs> uh but boy oh boy do i think about it a lot because <laughs> it is a it is a really an specific <laughs> and horrifying The timing of it is silly. incredible it is silly it is <laughs> like what a little kid would draw you know what i mean like that's it's yeah it is it is like sophomoric and vulgar and yeah oh
1: my gosh it's like in a broken lizard movie and it
2: like is so funny that it's dave matthews yeah. like it all all the pieces really fit together to make uh yeah yeah a broad comedy scene it's really great It's out of a fairly brothers movie yeah
1: it's really great
3: there's no like footage of it which is crazy. Which in this tears world. me up inside. I
1: know. <laughs> yeah, we weren't under constant we video quite, surveillance yeah, yet. was yeah, quite smartphone season, yeah. It was like yet. or something. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a difficult thing and fun thing to talk about because music is subjective. Right? How can you look at that ballot and determine who is objective? They're all great. Yeah, right? They're, they're, that's the thing. Is I don't know
3: Rufus and, and, shaka, and shaka Connor, Connor. They We do. have an You'd episode
2: for you to listen to. Oh, thank uh, goodness. Because good they're great. And I think all the artists on the ballot are great, but how do you choose who's better, who's worse? So, because I'm a nerd, I put together a list of categories that I think if you do well... In enough of these categories, you have a good case for induction. So we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to see how the Dave Matthews Band stacks up. We'll be right back. Hell yeah. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break you looked up some stuff that you thought, well, this is from my past, but here it is, and I am shocked by it
1: your past into your present
2: wow welcome home
1: (laughs) welcome home act two all right in act two we like to talk about the different categories that a band needs to uh that according to joe's brain wow i really took over it feels yeah why not Um, i kind of like it uh uh in act two we like to talk about the five categories Mm -hmm. five are there five
2: no there's never been five (laughs) you say five so often uh It feels like there it's should seven. be five. It's always been seven. It's
1: seven. That's it's too literally. Funny. All right, Joe, in okay. uh, All right, in act two, okay. Joe takes over.
2: <laughs> yeah, I really take over the reins from you. Yeah. Really, we're lead, leading the carriage in the first act. All right. Yeah, the Dave Matthews Band became eligible for last year's ceremony yeah. for the 2019. So I was right, see? The 2019 ceremony, and that's because uh, they had a live album released mm-hmm. before Under the Table and Dreaming. So 93 would have been so the first recording, yes. What
1: was it called? Um, Remember
2: Two Things. Or
3: yeah, Remember oh, yeah.
2: Two yeah. That's the Yeah, that's exactly it. But um, there
3: were um, some studio tracks on that, which is weird. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Dave
2: Matthews inducted the band Traffic in 2004 wow and I remember
3: his speech being not great uh, but
1: He's not like a showboat He's a real he's,
3: a, he's got like When he talks It's like there's anxiety
1: there Yeah <laughs> Yeah he's like, like he's,
3: Yeah no like a know. furrowed brown Yeah like That's what I yeah. think of Kind of like I need to start singing soon And being kind of uncomfortable comfortable,
1: yeah. The speech he gave I for I need my guitar Like right up under my mm-hmm. armpit. The speech he you know? gave for
2: traffic As I recall And he just kind of told a story About how he was really high once And he was like scared And then he heard the song <laughs> Dear Mr. Fantasy In the other room and he was like, "That uh, made me feel better." Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Rocker Hall of Fame, traffic. <laughs> <laughs> that and it was pretty. That's a pretty shitty speech. Uh, so let's talk about the first category, which is critical acclaim. I think they are. They have a good r- record with the critics.
1: They have the opposite problem that many bands that we talk about. Uh, have, which is normally when we're talking about a band, the critics later want to be like, "Oh yeah, I always thought they were great," when meanwhile they were just trashing their asses mm-hmm. in all over the press. And this I think is the opposite type thing where Dave, when Dave was at the height, everyone was like, "What a great thing!" And now mm-hmm. everyone's like, "We never said that." Yeah, yeah I think like, there is
3: a little bit of that. I feel like they probably in the beginning thought this was because it was like all trading tapes, right? Like that was how mm-hmm. jam bands became big. And I, I bet they thought that was cool whereas now I know like Rolling Stone gives them no love
2: right but I yeah. mean and... it, at, in their heyday absolutely <laughs> well, yeah, I on, just, on the cover I'm sure, a lot and... I'm
1: sure they were on the cover and I bet crash got like you know five stars or whatever like mm-hmm. or ten mm-hmm. what, how did they do the ratings? five?
2: Okay. It's out of five yeah yeah I think yeah I think their their albums were reviewed at the time very well and they're still re- generally respected even their new releases but they're not like darlings. Rolling Stone isn't cream in their jeans over Yeah. Dave. I don't think I've ever I, used the phrase cream in your I, jeans I'd, I'd and really, somehow
1: <laughs> I'd suggest that you put it away.
2: Yeah, you we'll never hear that again. Uh
1: I say think about it.
3: <laughs> reconsider?
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying
1: do it, but like yeah, just see how give, you feel tomorrow.
2: Yeah, all right. Thank you so much for I don't hate it. Mm, Thank you. Yeah.
1: I truly hate it.
2: I have, I have a feeling like it's Dave, it's the spirit of Dave that's gotten through me. No way, creaming uh, your cargo. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, shitting your pants. <laughs> shitting your sandals, creaming your cargo. Shitting goes. your river. Okay. Oh, shit me a river. Why don't you shit me a river, Dave? Next category is classic albums. Now, let's go through the discography of the Dave Matthews band. They, if we're talking studio albums that first... Breakthrough in '94, Under the Table and Dreaming. That was huge, a very successful Mm -hmm. album. And then somehow they topped it, and even more popular was Crash, which was two years later in '96. And then each, I mean, the albums that came after were also very popular, but it was a decline of about one uh, time platinum each (laughs) album. It goes before These Crowded Streets, and then Every Day, and then Busted Stuff, which is in 2002. stand-up uh big whiskey and the grew grux king which was
1: dave what uh why
2: which was nominated for best album that was a great Grammys album that was a that nice year. little comeback and there were a lot of i mean the crit the critics did uh enjoy that i album. was
1: already out i was i was off yeah.
2: And then Away from the World and Come Tomorrow did not reach platinum status, but because of the state of the record industry, they did go number one. Uh, and from Before These Crowded Streets to Come Tomorrow, those are all number one albums, which is uh, an insane run.
1: So uh, you were saying that, like, that's uh, um, a record? Do they yeah. hold the record no, no one for else most has consecutive had number one and albums? And it's still Se- going.
2: <laughs> yeah, they probably will do another one. will do yeah. another one. But having seven consecutive number one
3: studio albums. What's crazy is Crash wasn't a num- number one. It was number two, yeah. Which, what? Even though it sold the most so, out of all of them. Yeah, so it's like... It has to do with... Was that like Alanis? What was happening that Ooh, Oh, that's a good year. question. Yeah. What was in the way? And then even the
2: live albums, so many of those went platinum, whether it's yeah. Remember Two Things from 93... Uh, which was probably a retroactive thing Once right. they became big People went back to that one Red Rocks uh, Listener supported sh- United Center, Chicago Folsom Field uh, in Boulder, Colorado Etc, etc
1: And live at Luther College That is just a Dave That's record Dave alone and Tim? Dave and Tim Leave But him. He had a, and he had a Spotify, solo album cetera, too separate.
3: That won a Grammy
1: Wait, can you find out Who was in the number one spot? Yeah, I, I am very curious to find that out
3: so it looks
2: like Jagged Little Pill was oh, the one that was in the uh, way that was in the way. Yeah, and then weirdly enough and not didn't make the ballot this year, Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire and then Hootie's uh second. <laughs> I wonder if album. Hootie will ever make the ballot. <laughs> Hootie's never. No, they're, their follow up, Fairweather Johnson. <laughs> Wait, will Alanis make the ballot? I, I can I, see it happening. I hope she does. I, can yeah. see I it fucking happening. hope yeah. she
1: does. She'll be I...
2: eligible soon then. And Is then, she eligible right now? Yeah, oh she's eligible, especially because she was putting out albums when she was like a Canadian like kid. Oh yeah, she's doing her Oh yeah
1: yeah.
3: yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, she's been eligible for a she bit. Was on I bet uh... she'll make make the ballot. Some you point. can't
1: do that on television.
2: Right. Uh, so do you guys think any of these albums make Rolling Stone's list of the top 500 albums of <laughs> all time?
3: I know the answer.
1: Oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay. Well, then I guess well, this, then, is just,
2: this is just for Kristen.
1: I, Oh, my gosh. I feel like if, if there's one, mm-hmm. it is Crash. But that's so weird because it was only went to number two. But Crash, I think, was... The big one. No, I it mean, was under no. The I mean, "Table of Dreaming" was very good, good, a breakthrough album, but I think that "Crash" was like the height of their power. I and think You're absolutely correct. Yeah. So I think if if any if, if any are on there, it is "Crash."
3: Okay. No, the answer is no.
1: They're no.
2: they're
3: not on the they're okay. on the list. I remember when that came out, and I was looking through them all, just quickly thumbing through, going Dave, 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 and I Dave, Dave, remember. Dave? I mean, I was like reading them, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, it got to uh, it got to like. Uh, The hundred? And I was like, cool. So they made the top hundred. Like, there's got to be one. It's got to be Crash Under the Tale of Dreaming.
1: I really think. I have this this
3: optimism. We're getting in the hall, guys. Me and the Dave Matthews band are getting in the hall. What I think is so
1: great is that you do truly view music through the lens of a Dave fan. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, the Rock Hall is Dave eligible? Let's find out. You know, like.
2: (laughs) Oh, they got a list (laughs) number one. I'll have to see if Dave's Uh, on it. I'm like, like, There there is
1: (laughs) nothing that I like that much that I am immediately like. You're not
2: one track mind about Yeah, absolutely absolutely not <laughs> but i do think you could make a case for crash and under the table and dreaming yeah. as being classic albums they yep. really
1: are i think you but could they that just that the, they have that problem critically with they in their heyday were lauded but afterwards kind of
3: yeah it was like too big too fast too, and then people didn't it's like and mumford and sons now everyone loved them for one year oh yeah that's a good that's a good and now everyone's like i can't just stop Mm -hmm.
2: and i mean there's bands like coldplay too where they just got too big and too mainstream and then in retrospect it becomes like oh no i never like yeah it was like was yellow even really all that great yeah well let's talk about some of the uh the next category is iconic recognizable songs and let's go through some of these songs we'll start chronologically under the Table and Dreaming has three songs that everybody knows, which is What Would You Say? What
0: would you say?
1: Got that song existed.
3: It was also, too, the mid 90s was like the height of, well, like maybe not the height, but like music videos were cool. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were making, it oh, was Oh, and that had, had a, a cool video. And they had didn't some cool it? videos. Yeah.
2: They, yeah, they had some, the, some oh, cool yeah. stuff.
1: Don't tell the mermaid, what. He's a donkey on a drink.
2: And then Ants Marching.
1: He
0: wakes up.
2: And Ants Marching might be their, I, I think, one of their most definitive Iconic, songs. Yeah. And then uh, Satellite. Satellite
0: in
1: my eyes like a diamond in the sky. I'll Satellite. that's a nice song
2: it is a very nice song yeah <laughs> and if you are turned off by the uh then satellite maybe will be Satellite's more. Researched. a
1: nice one well also all three of those songs were like they are what they say and they say what they are like there's no ambiguity about the titles oh
2: i mean i think ants marching
1: no but that's like in the course you know and all the little ants are marching like they say that
2: I think it's, but I do think it's less obvious. Sure, but I just was looking
1: at the track listing on some of these albums, and I'm like, what is number 41? What is right. Jimmy thing? Like, yes, of course. What of the course. fuck right. are these things? They don't even talk about them in the chorus.
3: They're still doing that too. Like they're the single on their new album is called Samurai Cop, just because they were watching Samurai like, Cop.
1: Fuck you! Yeah. Is, I yeah. hate that shit. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. It makes it so hard to yeah. find a song to mm-hmm. remember, a especially song.
3: now when you don't have CDs. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. Be, I no, really yeah. hate it. And I think they they kind of developed that later because I'm looking at these songs on Crash, and I would say. There's at least four major songs off of Crash. There's obviously Crash Into Me. Crash
0: into me yeah, baby. I come into...
2: And then I would so much to say. And then, I for, oh my God. Confusingly, they also have a song called Too Much right. on that album. One of the stupidest uh, titles for a song ever Tripping Billies. <laughs>
1: Cause the trip bring me leave. Two Step? So Two Step's my, That's my favorite. That's a big song, right? Two Step is,
2: to me, as far as I understand, not a song that was like a radio hit, but is a song that fans love. And I have talked to people who are like, I don't really like the Dave Matthews band, but I like Two Step.
0: Celebrate well, well.
2: Two step is a lot like their, there's a, a tripping billies where it's just like let's drink because we're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They have right. very similar uh-huh. choruses,
3: right?
1: Yeah. I love I the live version of tripping billies is. Maybe I'm the like same way Dave, with two step. Uh, like live is just Dave. it's a
3: lot of fun. Like he mm-hmm. does like an opening that's different every time, like lyrically, which is not something you know you can jam and do that differently, but like he does a different lyric every time, and yeah, it's really long and they they go for it hearing these
1: songs is like taking me in a time machine yeah, it is right this back. is how boomers feel i'm sure all the time like <laughs> mm-hmm. you know when you're hearing songs on classic rock right. radio and you're like yeah man i fucking remember i used to be young yeah and like i'm li- <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling
2: that <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. Way. that's not like, good Chrissy. i
1: don't like it no 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 but i am just remembering like how it felt to really love those songs mm-hmm. you know
2: and th- I mean, so this was the era where they were on top of the world, and these songs were played on the radio a lot. I remember even being a huge Dave fan and
3: being tired of. On MTV, it was like every fifth video. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
2: I, was like, I was like,
1: come on, MTV, bring on Scotter Day. Yeah, Ugh. they would have Scotter yeah, Day every. I once bet in they while. did. It was great. Uh, after Fish would come and host.
2: After Crash, I would say that the a number of songs that the general population knows. Is pretty slim. On Before These Crowded Streets, I'd say it's only the song Crush.
0: I think
3: Stay, too. Yeah, Stay, I
2: feel like I looked up and it just didn't sound familiar to me
0: us want stay, 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 stay,
1: stay while. It was the lead single off of that. I remember when that. But do you feel like it has had. It's not like doesn't have staying power. I, I, if you that's will. something
2: I've, I've brought up before, yeah. uh, which is that for how big these songs are, I am surprised at how we don't hear them that much anymore. Like, if you listen to a station like Jack FM in Los Angeles where they play everything, seems like the type of format that would absolutely play Dave Matthews' band and you never hear them. They are like a band without a country. Like, they don't have a place to land for some reason. Even though I think a lot of their songs are very accessible, poppy, yet folky songs. But something happened where you hear Sublime more than you hear Dave Matthews which might be confusing for Torio, who listens,
3: who seeks out Dave Matthews' band.
2: No, so it is. is, it is all, I mean, every
1: time I get in my car, they're playing. They're playing. I don't know what you mean.
3: Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I it's just, it's just some kind of weird algorithm that knows Red Hot Chili Peppers fans still listen to the radio and Dave yeah. fans don't, right?
1: I wonder, too. It kind of goes back to what I was just saying, too. I think that Dave is a nostalgia band. Like, they are a nostalgia machine. In they almost way.
2: feel instantly nostalgic yeah like when they were new they were almost nostalgic
1: it was almost like you knew that this couldn't last or (laughs) what? okay no 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 i don't mean it like to sound that way on
2: a fucking
3: pillow
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know these are the days man you know eat drink and be merry i think you're just just
3: dancing around the fact that this music makes everyone feel great (laughs) (laughs) it makes them feel safe and warm and yeah. that's all you're saying. The, the combination of like the <laughs> violin and
2: then sometimes the saxophone to me, and like some of the production on these uh, studio albums, feels like oh, is this the opening theme to Deadwood? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Because saxophone and violin are not instruments I'm used to hearing so presently in pop songs, it can be a little corny.
1: Well, and I—I I mean, this is not a kind observation, but Dave's voice is not for everybody, it's, guys. Yes, it is a. a
2: pretty baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, like,
2: I don't know what you mean. Uh, like, uh, you know, it's an acquired taste. It's absolutely an acquired taste, and I would say, getting back to the recognized songs I think after that era maybe the only other song people might know is The Space Between
0: The Space
2: Between
0: The Tales We Cry
3: I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I think where are you going? And Grace Street, maybe. Grace
2: Street is that
1: a question and then an answer? (laughs) Ah. Where are you going, Grace
2: Street? Street. Yeah, Grace Street was one of the ones that kind of popped up when I was looking up songs. How does it go? The Grace Street.
3: I feel like where you're going maybe more than Grey Street.
1: I might, is where are you going s- uh, it's slow. slow?
3: Yeah. I, I feel like it's in I, a lot of romantic comedy movies, yeah. too. I am
0: no hero, oh, that's for sure. But I do know one thing: it's where you are,
1: it's where I belong. might be the thing about them is that their sound is so them mm-hmm. and it is nobody else Eight. And they
2: haven't I don't know. They have Toria, not changed. I was going to ask you to speak to this. Do you feel like they have evolved I musically? think they're taking chances they, still. They take risks but I don't
3: think I don't think their singles would reflect that necessarily. Okay. But I think if you listen to the new albums, you'd be like, okay, he's
2: they're at Did least they're like
1: trying. They add a DJ like There's, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean?
2: <laughs>
3: That's Kristen's only way to understand.
1: Uh, yes, they have a
2: musical reggae evolution. horn now. They took
1: chances. They, yeah. they went no, electric. They, they didn't they go. they electric, have they like went some
3: songs that are like electric guitar focused you okay. know? he got rid of the acoustic guitar hmm. they have a piano player now that's exciting yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: so let's talk about the next category which is commercial success and this is obviously a great category for them might Their be the reason to shine might be the reason they're on the ballot in the first place according to wikipedia as of 2018 the band has sold more than 100 million concert tickets combined total of 91 million CDs and
3: DVDs. I don't know why Whoa. that's the. Uh, oh yeah, well they did. They released some of those live albums with DVDs. Okay, so that's why it, so it's, you can watch them. Okay, yeah.
2: No other uh, no other bands. Wikipedia has a distinction They're for not. DVDs. <laughs> yeah. So that I mean they they've just sold a lot of records. So many no, number one albums. Uh, so many times having gone platinum, they are very commercially successful and still are to this day and are a huge live act. Uh, The next category is longevity. Now, there's two ways to uh, appraise this, I suppose. Mm. There's when they were relevant and huge, and I'd say that was probably, what, 94, which is Under the Table and Dreaming, through, I'd maybe give them to the mid-2000s and Busted stuff was 2002 and who can forget Whoa. the album Busted stuff but then after that it was they weren't the hot thing anymore
1: yeah that w- this that's their imperial
2: phase their imperial phase but if you are giving them credit for being a live act and an act that still draws and can
3: still perform at you could say the top of their game uh still like uh, headlining a music festival yeah. you know they're still top billing
2: yeah. I mean and that that extends from 94 to now. And that's the that is impressive longevity, no doubt.
1: This is going to be out of order, but I am curious cuz you probably know this. How did they get together? They were all in South Africa. Dave was No, just they were Charlottesville. in a, yeah. a guitar
3: Charlottesville, Virginia.
1: And then he is South African though. So
3: he he was born in South Africa, moved back a little bit and then ended up there in Charlottesville. Yeah. And he was a bartender. At like where they played music, and so the drummer's amazing. We haven't talked about Carter Carter at all, and I feel like he gets more critical acclaim than the band. I feel like so they won't give them top five hundred albums, but he'll be at like towards the top of top ten drummers active, things like that. And so he he was a drummer there playing shows, and so Dave was a bartender, and that's how.
1: And he was just noodling in his garage, and then he was like, "I want a band of my name." (laughs)
3: Well, no. they, I, no, so he was the bartender, so when they would start playing, he, they didn't have a name. So people say oh, it's Dave Matthews band cuz he everyone knew him as the bartender of the club oh, bar. The, okay. And they just never And yeah. how did get
1: all these instruments into it? He was like, I got Well, play. so
3: like the bass player was 16, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they went to the parents Stefan, Stefan. They went they needed someone who had days off or like afternoons, I guess. Oh my mm-hmm. god. And so they went school. Yeah, so Is they went to curricular? uh and he played stand-up bass at school, and they like had dinner with his parents. were like, can he join the band? And then he was like, "I got to learn how to play an electric bass." And that's how they were just—they
1: couldn't find anyone who wasn't in high school. How big is Charlottesville?
3: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have—it is weird. Like, you <laughs> pick... how did
2: they meet
1: him? I am so what? I mean, did that's... they scout oh, you him at band? Concert?
2: Honestly, I—I I thought I remember reading that like a professor like recommended him oh, it was really? like yeah. i have this student who's really good yeah
1: and this professor was just at the bar <laughs>
2: I'm like uh, So curious. It? it was professor jeffrey epstein yeah <laughs> um he real real great guy um yeah no it was like picking the best i suppose or mo- most they were interesting probably
3: playing like j- a lot of jazz would be my guess like at least the violinist and carter mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it kind of just turned into...
2: Just noticing interesting musicians in the scene and then getting everybody together. They interviewed together. Carter
3: about it, and he says, like, I w- we were in someone's basement, maybe Dave's basement, and, like, it was really bad. Dave was new, and it was bad, but, like, there was just something about it that seemed like we should keep trying. Let's try it again. This. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's neat. I'm yeah. I'm just so curious. It was like I don't know anything about them, yeah. <laughs> really, other than I knew that Dave was South African.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Like kind of like he's he was obviously born there, but like he doesn't you don't really detect it from an accent. Right. And he spent a lot of time growing up in America and South Africa. So it's how many people are
1: in the band.
3: So originally five, but now there's seven. Mm -hmm. But they
1: were like playing these. They got their, you know, kid bassist. And Mm -hmm. then they were like, you know what? This is missing a violin and a saxophone. No.
2: No. That was not what happened. What what they have, what Dave has said, it was like he wasn't. I wasn't necessarily looking for a saxophone player, but But Leroy was so good and in the scene, and I was watching him play, and I was like, I need to be in a band with this guy. I don't necessarily need a saxophone player but then he had i think it might have been for trip and billy's there's a violin part that he had in his mind yeah that came on he invited boyd tinsley and was like i want you to play i was like oh we love playing with you why don't you be a part of this band yeah so it was kind of incidental
1: that's cute i like stories like that i mean the first
3: album also has like john popper on it
1: Whoa! He, he and does, you, the, and it, I
3: feel like that could have happened. You know, like it could yes. have easily just been like, "Now nah, you're Boy, in the band."
1: I wonder if Blues Traveler will ever yeah. enter the conversation. Yeah, yeah when I we're, don't when think we're so. sweeping out the <laughs> '90s, I
2: don't think so. But the story with what, which song is he on? He does the harmonica solo on. On uh, what
3: would you say? I guess, right? yeah.
2: apparently he did it in like one take while dave was in the bathroom <laughs> that's the the legend well i
3: remember them. when the sax player passed away and they got a new one and mm-hmm. he was from bella fleck and the Flecktones. whoa and they interviewed him and he was just like i, I don't understand how this band w- there's no leader of this band like even mm-hmm. though
1: it's called the dave man well it's band? just
3: like no he's just like it's unlike anything i've ever done it's just like everyone just kind of plays and it's a mess and then it somehow works Wow. Yeah,
2: and the, the story I had heard about the name was that uh, it was like Leroy or someone just like called up the venue to say like, oh, we're playing tonight or... Yeah. And they were like, what, what name right. was your they band? They are like, yeah. just put down Dave Matthews. And they're like, it's a solo? It's like, no, no, just put... it's," And they, they wrote band next to it and it was just...
1: There it is.
2: And there she blows. Let's talk about the next category, which is innovation and influence. I'm not sure how to attack this category. <laughs> um, now I I mean I I do think there you could give some credit to the fact that they the combination of sounds and instruments was innovative. I don't know if that necessarily set off a torrent of bands that were trying to be like them or if in the grand scheme of things they were really that influential to
3: Yeah, I've never I guess I've never thought about who they in- I mean you probably don't have jason Morass without uh, <laughs> without dave matthews man. Uh, and what would
2: we do without that if
1: there ever was one here's a question
3: do
2: you have john mayer if you don't have dave matthews
1: Another, i feel why we, we are really no because wasn't john mayer like only influenced by all those but blues, the blues guys <laughs> oh you're
2: right yeah yeah but did dave matthews but i think he i think make the world safe for john mayer
3: yeah it makes yeah. sense Like he did the crossover From jazz to pop mm-hmm. Right That's kind of Like you more can like be the I
2: But I, I, I guess that With the influence I don't know That I really see it
1: Well I just think That John would be Pretty peeved If he heard you say that
3: they have played together.
2: They're are bo- they pals? they're boys. All right, yeah, never absolutely. mind.
1: John Mayer, he he. But he's a
3: blues, I mean, he he's plays a blues man. But he plays with the Grateful Dead now, which right. I mean that, that's,
1: that's a oh, jam really? band. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the yeah. The Dead and Company. Right, you guys are right. That is that makes sense to me.
2: But uh, otherwise, I don't know how how uh, strong this category
3: is for them. Uh,
2: Torio. But
1: once again, <laughs> though, it's like because they are their own thing.
3: I guess I can't see who influenced them either. Super heavy, uh-huh. like they are the kind of their own traffic. Thing. Yeah,
1: (laughs) But that's just because it kept him safe when he was high that one time.
2: You know, there's one thing, it's kind of outside of music, but I do feel like a lot of the encouragement of bootlegs and the way they dealt with their fan base and fan club shit Mm -hmm. and special tickets and special events and special releases, I do think they did a lot of that stuff and I mean, it innovated was, a lot of that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not music, so who gives a shit, right? <laughs> uh, but, they,
1: but it is... I mean, yeah, they didn't... There aren't... A, there are not a lot of bands like the Dave Matthews Band. hmm For better and for worse.
2: Yeah, for better and for worse. It's, it's so funny. At the end of their official bio on the Rock Hall's website, the band has influenced a generation of acoustic-driven singer-songwriters like John Mayer, Jason Mraz... <laughs> oh my and... O-A-R Ouch
1: Ouch that's
2: rude To put that in wow, there Wow That's yep. brutal Alright let's talk about The final category Maybe the most Important category Does my mom Know who they are I mean In a sense <laughs> I feel like They were built for moms <laughs> Like they, like we said, yeah. it's it's a, it's fun for the whole family. Yeah, my, my mom does for sure.
1: Purchased those records. I was not buying CDs. They were.
2: And that I mean, one of the reasons they're doing well. I think in the fan vote, in in addition to the you know call to arms for the fan base, I do think like people know who they are and they vote for them. They're a hugely popular, famous band.
1: I just think of that moment in our Rufus episode when she looked at the ballad and she was like, Oh, and Dave Matthews band and it's like wow.
2: <laughs> we had to talk her back. Like we were
1: like, Wait, wait, are you sure? Are you <laughs> sure?
2: Slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> you
1: know? But I, I mean that was it just it was the name recognition alone. It's yeah, just it like, oh whoa, Dave Matthews band yeah they should be in it's like whoa, 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 totally whoa, whoa, whoa. they should spark. Well
3: I mean based on your own categories you don't think they deserve to get in other than maybe who they've influenced what did they not i mean
2: i wouldn't i wouldn't say they have a definitively classic album uh i wouldn't say their critical acclaim is that great i mean you do know a lot of songs but that those songs aren't played that much anymore they were commercially successful their heyday was not super long although they are still uh, an important live act and i don't know that they're that influential but my mom knows who they are, so put them. In. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. I feel like it's huh. it's good yeah, yeah. too good too strong in the categories, but not like maxing out a bunch of categories. Is kind of how I feel, and I do feel like even though it's it appears that these categories are equally weighted, that that influence category I think is a huge one.
1: It sounds like Joe really wants us to kick off the voting. It sounds like you were no just no like- no.
2: It is time for the verdict. And you will yeah. start, Kristen.
1: You sounded like you were trying to make your case over here.
2: Should they be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Will they be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? If so, when will it be this very year?
1: Look, I don't know. Probably, I don't, I'm not, I don't think <laughs> they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it's it's a weakening of the sauce.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But But because I don't know that, like, The other jam bands should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It doesn't feel right, but then it's so. I wouldn't be angry if they got in, unless Pat Benatar does not get
2: in. Yeah, then. (laughs) But like,
1: I I don't. I wouldn't be mad, but I'm not. Like, I had. I am in no way advocating for their inclusion. Okay. I guess is how I feel. Um, I think that this is such a surprise nomination. On the will they, I'm like, oh my gosh, it it could happen this year. It would be a wild and crazy thing, but Mm -hmm. it could happen this year. I'm so curious of if they don't get in, when or if they would get nominated again. What happens? What circumstances, like where do we go from here? Because I do think that you could, I think they could get in eventually, but I don't want them to become a like perennially nominated would band. It would be bizarre. terrible. It'd be very bizarre. Especially considering how happy their fans are to get online and vote for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be such a slap in the face to not put them in. If, if they kept topping them. out
2: the fan vote every oh, would year, be such
1: a shitty move. Way, yeah. It was almost like they should not have nominated them this year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um But yeah, so oh, I guess I guess they could get in. I this is just such a wild category. I, I really don't even know how I feel or what I think. And mm-hmm. I did this episode did not clarify it for me at all. It just like it made me feel nostalgic a bit, and that's it. Yeah, well, wow. I'm like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if they get in, it would be in the next ten years. Maybe, maybe what happens is if they don't get in now then it's like one of those ten years from now type of things when then they get on the ballot one more time and everyone's like Def Leopard, you know what I yeah. mean? Or whatever. Like
2: Yeah, it's it's interesting what the narrative will be if they top this fan vote and then don't get in.
1: Oh gosh. That's why I like feel like they could get in right now. And all
2: like the think pieces of like, well, we Dave Matthews ran away with a fan vote and yet they couldn't get in. Is that not enough? Do the fans not matter?
1: Yeah.
3: I think they'll get in I think they should get in. They deserve it. But I think they'll get in if they win, the, especially if they win the fan vote. And I think because it okay. is like at the end of the day, Dave Matthews fans are the ones that'll go to Cleveland and go... They'll go to the oh, ceremony. They'll go to the, the mean, ceremony. They'll, they'll This go is going to the, be
1: Pearl Jam 2.0 if yeah. they get in. Uh,
3: especially with so many dead people probably getting in.
2: Yeah. It's just going to be them an playing. excellent point. Yeah. But that's... As far as we know, if we're not thinking cynically, that is not what determines the class.
1: You know, here's the it's thing. The votes. Hillary won the popular vote. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: mean, so yeah, you would think if they are cynically determining the acts not from the votes, which we have no evidence that they don't do that, that they're thinking a thousand
3: people vote? Is that roughly? what roughly? Yeah. Wow.
2: Industry insiders, musicians nice. and
3: inducted members of the hall. I I t- feel like they all like Dave Matthews too, just because like <laughs> he's a good hang from what I
2: know. Yeah. He, he's That's well I mean.
1: liked.
3: Yeah, he's he's
2: beloved. But I don't know. That's
1: another point in his favor. Yeah, Torio's over here, and he stays. Make, he stays like pretty worry. humble.
2: Yeah, oh, in his interviews, he just kind of hates himself. And his response to the nomination was like, What am I doing in this? <laughs> yeah. Like these. Look at look at this ballot. I'm supposed to be yeah. like with these guys. Come on." I mean, gosh golly. <laughs> it's a lot
3: of oh shucks. And then he scats for a little bit. Yeah. Uh,
2: Why
1: am I on the belt, little baby? Well, Joe, what would you say?
2: Oh, that's nice. perfect. How did we not already do that? Yeah, that's where really are you good. going uh, You're, b- You're too much. Okay, so much to say. Uh, <laughs> I think uh here's the deal and this might surprise people. I think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I don't think it should be anytime soon. Like ideally for me, it's at least 10 years, probably 15 before they're in the conversation. I think I think they have some interesting things about them as artists But I just don't think it's time. I think the the number and the the caliber of artists who get in within like the first few years is rarefied air of like artistry and consistency. They would
1: be pulling a Radiohead if they got in this year. But,
2: But also a Green Day, which I'm comfortable with. Say, like the, putting Dave at, at the same level as Green Day? Yeah.
1: I am uncomfortable with that.
2: I, I'm i probably more on Kristen's side. Because
1: yeah. Green Day, way more longevity as far as popular influence. Staying in the Staying in the zeitgeist. cultural conversation.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. Um, here's the deal. I don't think it's happening this year. I'm going to go out on a limb and oh. say, even though they won the fan vote, they over here getting in great this year. Though. And, you know, maybe that's a good way for the public at large to understand that the fan vote is not
3: it could be a way to get people to care about the rock and roll hall of fame to not let them in get up (laughs) up in arms but i do think some i mean it's
2: funny those
1: damn fans a lesson (laughs) you don't control us fan vote
2: i was listening to an interview with joe elliott the lead singer of def leppard and he was talking about getting inducted into the rock hall and he was like well it really happened for us once the fans could vote then we got in and it's like that to me is a fundamental misunderstanding of the process. Like the fans did vote for them, but it counts for one ballot. So if Dave wins the fan vote and doesn't get in, finally, people will be
3: even but, more confused about this. process. But have, have, do you, have the voters voted yet?
2: Or uh, the or deadline they, hasn't come. So happening. they
3: could be looking at this vote and it could mm-hmm. influence them.
2: Absolutely. And and there might be evidence that that is happening or has happened given the way that the yeah. the fan vote has gone in the past. Uh but the, the yeah, the deadline is coming up, but some people have turned them in, some haven't turned them in at this point, at the point of recording. I say they get in in 10 years. That's my guess. That's what I said. Yeah, 10 to 15.
1: You
3: guys are going to be disappointed. I know 2020 <laughs> I
1: mean I hope I feel like 2020 Is already really shaping up To disappoint me In a myriad of ways Yeah and this uh, could be The first The first
2: uh, domino to fall All right yeah, well,
1: Brexit Then Dave gets mm-hmm. in like, Yeah
2: We, we don't want to uh, Keep talking about What could happen All right Let's say they get in though Let's yep. say So we already know the members of the Dave Matthews band that are getting inducted, and they were pretty generous because it's obviously the original guys, Dave Matthews, Stefan Lassard, Carter Beaufort, Leroy Moore, Boyd Tinsley, but they're also are including Tim Reynolds, yeah, who only officially joined the band recently but has been playing on their records. And he was for on real. the record, the early and records. And that's yeah. cool.
1: He He's the one.
2: They've included Jeff Coffin.
1: Yep.
3: The new sax player. I think
2: that's fair. Who replaced uh, Leroy. And then they've included Rashawn Ross.
3: That's interesting. The Who's trumpet that? player. He's been with them probably 10 years now.
2: Yeah. So it's, it, they're including people who joined kind of, you could argue, after their big what's the, success. Uh, but. What's
1: the POC situation in the DMB?
3: Well, they win a lot of the. They've won a, quite a few. Is it NWACP? NWACP awards? Yeah. Image Awards? Image Awards.
1: So Which
2: is
3: Carter Beaufort, Leroy Moore. So three
2: boy of the Tinsley, original five
1: are African-American. African, yeah.
3: yeah, I believe. So. Yeah. Yes.
1: Because uh, I'm also all about diversifying that hall, you know, especially in the recent. So
3: industry. now with the seven that are now there's because Boyd just left the band. Do you know right. that whole story? Oh, boy. It's not fun. <laughs>
2: oh, A boy. Of sexual harassment. No. Against one
3: of the guys who was in his
2: other band. And it's like yes. it's the details are uh, grim.
1: You know what though? Did I say this before on the show? You know, good for them for taking action and being like, "Hey, you're yeah, out. like that's not okay. Like, that's not okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's good.
1: I like that. And I'm sure it
2: was very hard for them because he'd been yeah. there since the beginning.
1: Yeah, that's you know, but literally so guess, good yeah. for them.
3: Uh, so no, but so of the seven now, three. What the sax player is not anymore, but the drummer, the new piano player. But as far as inductees
1: the, were inducting in terms many, of the inductees, Piozzi?
3: Carter Beauford. Leroy Moore, Rashawn
2: Ross, and Boyd Tinsley.
3: So four of the yeah
2: eight.
1: That's um, better than the Cure. <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. no, it's like, true. it's better uh, you, than you, Def Leppard. You it's can't
2: act like this isn't a like. diverse group of boys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who inducts them? Who gives the speech to induct the Dave Matthews Band into the Hall? I mraz, think
1: mraz, without mraz a Mates. doubt,
3: Neil Young would do it. Wow. Of the They're super tight. Farm Aid connection yeah they they perform a lot together interesting yeah, yeah. that would be
2: good that's That'd what i was be thinking a good
1: one. wasn't he supposed to <laughs> induct somebody Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. yeah
2: wow so yeah neil young is an interesting one i was thinking other uh farm aid folks like maybe willie nelson or john yeah. mellencamp but i don't know if but neil- so he
3: also does dave does so neil young used to put on the bridge school benefit in san mm-hmm. francisco and dave would do it almost every year okay so they like in each the bay other. so i would go there a lot yeah they like each other
2: and neil young shows up at the ceremonies a lot he's yeah. given a lot of speeches he inducted tom waits he inducted uh paul mccartney he was supposed to induct pearl jam he has yeah he inducted the pretenders like he is there he Inducted
1: the pretenders yeah he's there I a lot Know that
2: uh i love the pretenders so that that's a good choice also john mayer shows up a lot
1: he really he do he
2: inducts a lot of old blues dudes like Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and Albert a good King. Job. He does he does a great job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hate I hate to say it, showman, but I love to see yeah. it. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: I mean so that's uh those are good choices. Yeah. What songs do they play? Now you can you can really give us insight in the songs that they like to play. I would think they would they would do one from the first album, one from the second album and then maybe some fan favorites. Uh, I think they have to do ants marching. Yeah, I think uh, they have to do ants marching. And then crash into me seems like a have good to one. Do
1: crash, right?
3: Uh, I think they definitely will do ants marching. I don't. Mm-hmm. They don't love to play crash. They well, play too commercial. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> Sorry.
1: Like in retrospect, like from that album, crash is not the song that yeah, I. I think. Uh, I is mean,
3: it I tripping Billies? I'm probably. Of it is. I'm probably a Billies. bad guesser at this. Yeah. Uh, I feel like. I it, also think they would be unpredictable in terms of the songs that they. Yeah, would play. but then also, is there a time limit? Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> they could just play ants marching for their whole yeah, lot of time. Yeah, uh, I, That'd I be think pretty tight.
3: I think Jimmy Thing and Two Step would be possibilities, but Jimmy those are long. Thing. Those are jam.
1: What? How does Jimmy Say. Thing?
2: I'd, it'd be interesting. I could see them playing new shit and like, yeah, Ugh, un- so stuff that's mad. maybe unrecognizable because they're just I mean the- jamming.
1: And their whole fan base would be filling up the entire stadium, yeah. just fucking living for it. Like they had to sit through a Whitney Houston tribute, and they are like, "Bring <laughs> on, <Dave."> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah." Uh, Trip and Billy's does seem right, just given the uh, content of the lyrics and stuff. It's about celebration and. I mean, but most of their songs yeah. are not celebration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. Play
1: Tripping Billies. That should be the last one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you think that if they got in that they would close it out the way the Def Leppard did where it's so, like almost like the fan fave? I mean, you would well, think they would have
3: to be the headliners. At yeah. like the Brit School benefit that I was talking about, it was like an all day thing. So like noon to 10. Mm-hmm. And they would play when they did it right before. And then Neil Young would play last. Mm-hmm. And you would lose like a third of the crowd. That's so like, After they played. Yeah, because it is like, and you get it a little bit. It's like, well, we've been here for eight hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that would come into people's minds at least. I think everyone would stay to the end. No it's not like.
1: Oh, yeah. But just like, I think that usually to, just like as that, far as just reverence is concerned, they mm-hmm. yeah. the, the biggest band goes last.
2: Yeah, there's usually an obvious headliner, and I think yeah. if they were inducted, they would probably be I think them. it would
1: be them, and then I think it would be, then you'd get Neil Young out to jam with them at the end. Yeah, yeah. because it's usually the final there. band that is right. like the
2: foundation of the jam, like it's yeah. when people join. You'd
1: have P. Diddy in there.
2: Well, Torio, if they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, would you go? You want to go? Would you come with us? Oh, we're
1: going to go no matter what. When is... I would definitely go.
2: Yeah, if it's, it's this year... going to be in
1: May in Cleveland.
3: Yeah. For sure. All right. I have one weekend booked in May, but if it's not that weekend, I will go fuck yeah and then if uh, it's and, uh, in 15 years <laughs> I have friends there I need to say I'll go in 15 years hell yeah dude but He's it's like, gonna I'll be this be year i May.
1: them and <laughs> this this it doesn't May. matter
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> bucket
2: well, well Toria thank you so much for joining us and thanks for having me apartments. thanks for not
3: making fun of me too much yeah I, felt I like... thought this was
2: gonna be rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we were pretty even handed <laughs> we really
1: were it's because I'm a little you disappointed my, oh, it's because <laughs> the nostalgia just like
2: it hit, you. hit
1: me like a big w- it crashed right into me mm-hmm. god damn and uh, <laughs> yeah, right it
3: crushed you
2: um I want to give you the opportunity to plug your own shit uh whatever you've got oh. coming up or your social media whatever you
3: got. Yeah. Uh I have my out first album coming out. Oh, I don't that's know great. So, so Torio, in 25 years, he'll Tor- be eligible. Yes. It's will be eligible for her. Toriovangirl.com is my website. Awesome. At Toriovangirl.
2: What's the name of the album?
3: Magic knees. Magic
2: Ooh. knees. Yeah. I love I bet it.
1: you learn about the, uh, what that is on the album. You gotta get yeah, the album. I bet he doesn't, doesn't do a Dave it. type uh, naming <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty clear. It's what called that number, number
3: 23. twenty-three. It's number
1: <laughs> a-
2: one uh well you can follow us on twitter and instagram at rockhallpod pod you can email us rockhallpod at gmail.com if you want Kristen to see it you're gonna have to designate that somewhere in the message we have gotten some really nice uh, messages recently yeah, so thank you guys so for nice. sending thank those thank you for the nice uh, subscribe to us on apple Podcasts. rate and review us five stars only if you're leaving a review because of this episode say Gru grux king and you can spell that however you want thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo thank you to Yusuke Kim for the music thank you to Joy Divine for the equipment thank you to Chad Briggs and Dave Schilling for letting us record in the home that I share with them and thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us I'm Joe Cozala
1: I'm Kristen Stutter and who cares about the rock hall